Oh my god, dude. No, I, the... I'm just saying that like you you don't realize how much garbage you collect until you do like a NOS rebuild. And so last week, uh, hey everybody, this is a tech podcast where two old guys talk about their favorite tech of the week. <laughs> Welcome um, back to the show. Last week I was talking about rebuilding my NOS, putting in new drives, you know, doubling my storage. Um, Slowly. I was I was <laughs> an idiot. So Why, my estimation on each drive was accurate. It took between 17 and 20 hours to do each individual drive. Oh, and it, but did it go lower on the last drive? It did go a little faster. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you had two discs spinning up at a higher data rate. I completely forgot about re-imaging the entire RAID. So that oh. took 30 hours to rebuild the entire RAID, so the block, a- a- all of my After you replace each pools. drive... Oh, then okay. you so need th- to tell the RAID that it's actually <laughs> bigger. And so it has to, to reconstruct. So yeah, it took a whole extra day <laughs> after that to do that. So I was going through, and before I rebuilt the, uh, before I did do the full reimaging of the entire of the entire block, um, I went through and I deleted like a ton of stuff. I had a terabyte in garbage that just had not I, been cleaned I'm, out. I have a feeling I have a lot of. Like you old, just have like so I, much I, junk. Well, so I used to archive my projects there, and I know like yeah. there's some things in there from like five or six years ago I will never go back to. And if oh, I really I've need got, to, I have original unedited audio and video files from my very first movie review show back uh, started in 2008. Oh, okay. Now you win on that one. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I some of my stuff but, is like okay. It's much. But later, I'm also but, yeah. going through my music collection. My uncle used to do this really fun thing. He would trade music with his buddies at work on these like portable hard drives. And one year for Christmas, he just gave everybody portable hard drives like filled to the brim <laughs> with hundreds of gigs of music. Some of it really well recorded. Some of it garbage. You and I just dumped the whole thing. I, I didn't that. really think about it. So I'm going through now, and you're like, I don't need the entire discography to the monkeys. It's not a thing I need. I don't know why. I feel like some people may argue with you on this point. No, no, no. They're like, hey, man. I'm keeping the Monkey's greatest hits. Okay. But okay. they well, did whole is... albums of songs that no one ever listens to now because they were a fake TV rock band. Yeah. I mean, they did tour and stuff. No, no, they, I know. But, the but actors it was because eventually the learned show, how yeah. to play their instruments and stuff. But I'm going through and you're like, I've never heard any of these songs before. And all I really care about is like, Daydream Believer, right? The <laughs> Monkees theme song. If if I need an entry in my music collection from the Monkees, I just need the greatest hits. I don't need every song from every album that producers slapped the label of the Monkees on. The monkeys I'm going through like, do I really need the entire discography of Rick Spring- Springfield? I don't think I, I do. No, again, yes, yeah, I think that, like the thing about it is we're, it's been so long that I feel like the greatest hits do encompass the best. It's like the, the album you wish was released at one point where all of yeah. the hits were in one. But obviously the greatest I mean, hits are always in like, yeah. So like Tool, I have the entire Tool discography. I would never do a Tool greatest hits because I think Tool did such a great job of crafting albums, not just singles, right? Daft mm-hmm. Punk. I'm never going to part with any single track. Even the tracks that, like, they aren't my favorite songs, Daft Punk will live in my music collection forever. Nirvana. I have the entire Weezer collection from CDs, and then I also would go and try and find those rare unpublished, like, not unpublished, those rare, like, limited edition essay CDs and stuff, so I could have, like, the high bitrate stuff. I Absolutely. have their weather, their, their seasons collection. 
They just put out four albums in the middle of the pandemic, all back to back to back. Like, I've got everything. I'm not parting with a single one of those songs. I, I, I don't know. Rory monkeys, Gallagher? Man. Do I need every track that Rory Gallagher ever, ever, ever created? I don't think Gallagher. I do. The only time I think of Gallagher, I think of the guy that smashes. Yeah, the guy uh, who smashed Root. That's yeah, not, that a totally different guy. We're talking about a completely different. I, absolutely, I was that's, hoping. That's like, the kind of stuff. I'd, I'd hate to. I'd hate it if it was a, if it was a record of him just smashing fruit, <laughs> and that's why. Like, and now we're going to go to Cantaloupe. We're going to go to Watermelon, and we're going to go to Kiwi, but not the regular Kiwi. The Pineapple infused kiwi. Yeah, I, I, so 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 yeah. Lyndon Lyndon is with me on this. He's got like two hundred and twenty gig of of uh, audio on his SD card. But I do want to point this out because he is talking about sailing the seas, the seven seas, to acquire this music. Fat Protos brings up an amazing point. Support mm-hmm. your local libraries. Oh, if there dude. are movies and albums that you would like copies of. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go. I mean, so I am I'm, I'm an obsessive collector, and I I, I I mean, you can tell just from my bookshelf of paraphernalia behind me. I, I would have never I'm a hoarder. So, I don't yes. let things go. But you can go to your local library and check some of this stuff out. And if you have a com- a computer with a functional spinning coaster drive, then it's yours. <laughs> you can make. Wait, a you mean the cup holder? Up. Does oh, your computer okay. still have a cup holder? Mine does. You know, I I asked for that, and they're like, you know, that's like extra for that special feature. You had now, to move so up the trim, the trim package. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can't, you. and you can't put glass, and you gotta gotta go back with and push buttons. And they always buttons. bundle it with the undercoating, and I don't need yeah, the undercoating. I, yeah, you know what? And, and I, don't yeah. know. I mean, right now my case practically levitates in the amount of fans that it has in there. <laughs> like almost ten fans in there. I don't know why I have this much. <laughs> You know, with RGBs and everything, it's a party, man. It's wow, literally a party. You... you can you can see the PC is sitting right there. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't how have you it get on. it to go. I mean, your your computer does at least seven frames per second faster in in Starfield thanks Dude, to all those RGBs. So you know, when when you have you fired play up the Starfield right. yet? Are, are you? No, are you I've been jump on that. So uh, since the build of the new system, I've had on and off issues with DDR5 memory issues with um, with the new Ryzen system. So DDR5, for some reason, motherboards are not 100% compatible, and there are issues where the systems keep crashing on and off. So for the most part, Call of Duty is the only game I was able to – I got to take that back. Uh, Overwatch 2 and Call of Duty have been installed on the system, and it's primarily been – on and off issues, but no, I haven't actually had a chance to install any of the old classics or even trying to even okay. try to venture outside of just jumping in I, for like ten minutes, play some COD, and then just jump out because I, I got to do something else. I know else. folks are are hyped on on these these new video games like the Baldur's Gate and stuff, but I feel like we're we're probably uh, missing the most important tech and gaming news story of the week. Oh, uh, at midnight this last this last midnight. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge DLC dropped. Um, they have I now think... added Usagi Yojimbo as a playable character. So okay. that is another one of my animals who fight crime with martial arts nice. favorite comic books from when I was a kid. And they've added like a whole new um, survival mode. So okay. daddy new daughter levels. time, we've been jamming on collecting our dimensional crystals and fighting shredder across these dimensions i i, I was it's, waiting for a different drop last great. night but yes no there was a <laughs> there was also a drop last night that was on netflix so they they dropped the first uh not animated but the non-animated one piece 
Um, oh, interesting show. Yes, I did get the heads up for that. So I need to watch that. At an, um, yeah, I, I, I'm halfway through. Marie is actually interested in seeing like what does live action anime look like because she had mm-hmm. zero relationship with Cowboy Bebop, but she, she saw... loved the live uh, action with. Yeah, Chow. I was I was so bummed that they didn't continue it. Like I don't understand why not. Like the storyline. The characters so, really fit. So digging on Cowboy Bebop, I understand why a lot of people didn't like the live action translation. Oh, yeah, it true. is a different property than the anime, but I kind of man crush on John Cho. I mean, the show was really good and he's so damn charming. I, I know. Just enjoyed know. watching it. It would have been great to get a season two of that. So I'm really, I have, again, I have very uh, cautiously optimistic hopes for One Piece, because I don't want to see it get that Netflix two seasons and then killed treatment. Yeah, but I so really they approached it slightly different, right? They, they they went in with a series, not a movie. So obviously, I mean, I, kind of like how we had the, the original One yeah. Piece 2. Um, the, so far, they are, they're still building characters, at least in the first episode. They're trying to give us a little bit of the history, how the how the whole concept of One Piece, the, the race to try to go get the, uh, you know, the gold, the pirate's gold, and, and what the whole the whole storyline and everything. So it's mostly character development. Um, yeah. The graphics are pretty good, although it's weird. So because they gave it a, T, a TY, a, a teen, a teen, what, 14 uh, requirement? Yeah, it's not a teen. Yeah. Because because in the anime, yeah, obviously, it's kind of in line know, with the tone of the anime. I mean, no, no, I know, but in the anime, you don't get to see. It. So in this one, there was a lot more. I felt like the the Walking Dead level of you know T- Negan going in there and just going bore all full oh, bore with the hammer. Really, so, they're, yeah, they're, they're more graphic and in... not showing, but like what well, kind of like you, like you see in the beginning. I forget the name of the pirate, but her main thing was like I'm the I'm the toughest of the uh, in the sea, and she smashes a couple people straight in the head with like a massive mallet. You hear the you see the move, you see the thing. You don't see the movement directly in the, into the but head, but they, they really there's blood spat. On, yeah, yeah, they they really went in for the graphical, and I don't know if it's just because it's the first episode. They're trying to set the, the mood. Um, then there was a couple of fight scenes in there, like so. It, it's a little bit more. Than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be easier to just kind of just jump into it. So, but they're trying to be a little bit more edgy. So maybe that's what this is. I, I like uh, it. Like I said, it, it matches the game, uh, the the anime. But the, in the anime, yeah. it's just more. I guess under- it's a little softer around the edges. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Here they went a little bit more. They wanted to kind of be a little bit more edgy. Yeah. So it's it's something to watch. I mean, well, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to binge the whole the thing budget. for sure. I also would like to point out, not to make this this podcast not sponsored by Netflix. Well, it'd be great <laughs> if we were rolling in that Netflix cash. I, I do want to point out. Uh, if you have Netflix for gaming, there was just a, an update for Sonic Prime Dash. Uh-huh. Um, you, there's Bloons TD6, if you're into tower defense. And they just recently released Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, the Lego RPG game. WrestleQuest, with actual licensed wrestlers from the WWF days. And Samurai Showdown. So all of those oh, are now I want to download Samurai Showdown. Okay, I love Samurai Showdown. So it's, it's, a, it's a remaster of Samurai Showdown. All of them. All of those now included on your Netflix. Uh, that, so after after Street Fighter, when I back in the olden days yeah. when I was much much younger, Samurai yep. Showdown, the main that character. My, that was my fallback. Yeah, that was my game. Oh my god, get the game, get the game, get it, get it now. Okay. You know, actually, I should install it on my tablet and get get it. What? I actually, I'm sure. Hey, do you? So so here's what kind of sucks. It okay. does not seem to have controller support. Oh, that would. So, this is the perfect controller game. It, yeah, I and and miss me with their easier for touch screen control. <laughs> no, 
No, no, no, garbage. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Um, but do you I think did... GameSir would work though with their uh, with their own mapping? I don't know about GameSir. I did okay. fire up my Razer Edge though. Yeah, yeah. So okay. the the newest firmware on the controller for the Razer Edge will let you. It, it has much better tools for button mapping. So I'm 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 slowly going okay. through every. The, you every know what? Screen. Actually, you do have a good point though. Yeah. This is definitely a Razer Edge type of a game. Uh, speaking of which, obviously, not that oh. long ago, few, maybe not even a week or so, uh, Qualcomm announced, or at least for, for reference design, at least, yeah, uh, the new, G3X new uh, Gen 2. Yeah, yeah, the new generation. More power, so it's obviously. Gonna be, well, uh, well, what I thought was interesting was that it was going to be a whole trio. Yeah, so they're, so they're going to have like entry-level, mid-range, and then a higher-end tier. And it sounds yeah. like the mid-range is going to be floating about where the Razer Edge is now. Which, which is, a, I think, a great place to build off of. Oh, no, no, absolutely. For, for a dedicated gaming, uh, you know, just gaming content consumption type of a type of experience, uh, if you want it in a tablet or in the actual Kishi controller, um, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it, totally for some reason, I like forgot about that. I've been playing with the Steam Deck so much more lately because of the, just the, anyway, the portability, yeah. the games on it and so on. Um, uh, Mortal Kombat runs really nice on that as well. Nice. Um, so, uh, man, games. So on, on, I've, on this, I've been I've been back playing like ridiculously silly indie games. So um, it was the, Terror of Hemosaurus. I haven't have you heard of this? One. No, no. It's, hold on, let me bring... it's stupid. It is Terror, terror so of, of Hemosaurus. Um, let me let me let me make sure I'm saying that correctly because it basically it's like Rampage. You remember mm-hmm. Rampage? You've got yep. a giant lizard or a monkey or. Uh, something else a wolf was the third one and you jump around destroying buildings but the entire it has a story mode and the story mode is an evil environmentalist cult no you said it right yeah terror of hemosaurus yeah because the polar ice caps are melting they find a giant monster and revive this monster and then teach the monster to go and destroy cities to teach people about the dangers of climate change (laughs) And it was one scene I was watching. So it's on Steam. So if anybody's interested yeah. in all that, it's, it's definitely on Steam. One of the scenes where you get the dinosaur or uh, the hemosaurus going up on a, on a building, grabbing people, mm-hmm. throwing it to another hemosaurus on the other building yep. to grab. And he, was, he gets yep. it and eats it. And then you can eat so it. Like, yeah. Uh, sometimes you have to defeat helicopters by throwing enough people off the ground to clog the helicopter blades so the helicopter will crash. Talk, and it is in that old like rampage style. Absolutely, no, no, no. It, it has, it has, it's it has absolute rampage. So dumb, fasty mark, but it's hilarious. <laughs> the mark. And the it, again, it is this like this cult that in every every mission that you play is like. Well, now we need to teach them about like you know energy policy being better. So instead of the polar ice caps melting, they'll use less carbon. The best way to get people to use less carbon is to have less people around. <laughs> so you go take your monster and you destroy a whole city. Okay, it is so, such yeah, a, a For everybody that wants to see what it looks yeah, like. Again, it, so, it's so there. silly. Um, but the, actually, the physics on the building destructions are fun because you can line up um, yeah, uh, buildings one. toppling into other buildings. So that Yeah, that's exactly what's like, going on with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it kind of looks like a, a dinosaur kind of going. No, that's not. That's actually one building with a dinosaur with yep. on top of it, toppling into the next one with all the cars and the people. Yep. And I'm like, talk about that's just like the wrong way to die, man. <laughs> it's like yeah, it'd be pretty so. bad. And <laughs> and the the game is very cavalier with the sort of the value of human life. We are. I mean, it's kind of like the Matrix, man. Come on, let's keep it. Let's let's be realistic. We're batteries. A little bit. We're a little bit of batteries. 
But you know, welcome everybody. I want to say welcome to everybody on this beautiful <laughs> Thursday afternoon. I am back, fresh off of another trip well, uh, into the Alps. I, I know. Alps. I always silly like silly start our podcasts with yeah. some non sequitur. I want to jump right in because you shared a couple photos in an event that looks like it would be it would have been wicked fun. It was. And, uh, you should probably explain to people where you went and who you oh, were hanging man. out with. I will take a sip of water because it's going to be a long one. Please sit down, bring up your tea. You know, let's chat. Oh, I, I've, I've pulled up the rug and I am waiting with bated breath. So, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you how it started. So, um, I was, I'll, I'll say this a, a, a year ago, roughly about a year ago, uh, Sony held an event called Kendo. This is a uh, an alpha based event that typically is centered around their camera department. Uh, and essentially, it is fully focused on camera sensors, new, uh, you know, the lenses. It's everything and anything you've ever imagined from Sony. It's basically what that is regarding the alpha universe. It's an alpha experience. Xperia, which is the sometimes, you know, Juan and I get a chance to re- uh, re- review and we talk about a lot. Uh, was invited last year and I got the opportunity to join them there. And then I was also lucky enough to be able to kind of make it again this year to be able to kind of join them. And they announced like, so they typically don't announce hardware at Kando. Kando is supposed to be for, you know, it is for creators and so on, but they, they, Sony decided to announce three cameras a new lens and a mounting grip to one of the cameras. This and is like the biggest announcement from Sony I've ever seen. Like, yeah, like, but there's more. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. Like, it's like it, I was sitting there at, at the keynote. Do you just get to a point where you're saying like, oh my God, shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. Like, point me to the camera. No, but so this is the, this is the thing. It was not just an announcement. Obviously, because this all of this is in the past. Now we can talk about all of this. So the announcement was done early in the morning at 8 a.m. Um, Utah time in Salt Lake City. As soon as the keynote was done... They had loaners for everybody to oh, take out. Oh, that's rad. That is the kid. I mean, think of the level they thought. Yeah. Not only did they get the excitement level hyped up, your blood is pumping at a level and you're not even Instead, able to get as much oxygen it, in to kind of compensate. To give you the behind the scenes, it is yeah. not fun trying to scramble at a trade show. And then they're like, and now you can go to our hands-on area. And they uh-huh. have like phones or tablets bolted to stands and Tether, bad lighting super awkward video and, and in maybe four or five conditions. to a table yeah and people are all swarming all over the mm-hmm. same thing and they're 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 you know very uh uh rude with like their tripods and their setups and oh, i've got a cinema camera let me shoot the tasty b-roll and it, it's such a pain so to hear that Sony announced a whole bunch of cameras on yeah i know I know you're not walking around with like an Ari Alexa or something. <laughs> I've seen that at trade shows. Um, but but it is such a beautiful consideration to go to an event, hear a product announced, and then instead of having to scramble and elbow your way through a throng of probably stinky techies, a they just give of, you yeah. the thing to play with sounds like mad and and, there, and not only not only that everybody had their own kit set up it was ready oh, they included the memory beautiful. card it there's a there is something to be said about sony's thoughtfulness and and attention to detail you see it in their products but it's also in their planning like i've been to other events and other uh, um other venues for different companies and the attention to detail i feel like doesn't go as far as how sony does dude it was to the point where I had to take the shuttle at 5.45 this morning, right? Because my flight was coming in early. I was coming back home. They had, for the people that were going on there, they actually set up a small spread for breakfast at 5.45 in the morning. <laughs> nice. Like, that's. Cute. I don't understand I like how, that. like, it's a, it's a, it, 
like I didn't expect it. I totally was expecting I'm going to get to the airport. I'm going to be rushing to the gate. I'm going to grab something, mm-hmm. eat something, whatever. Because I didn't have enough time. You wake up too early. I mean, breakfast is probably like 6.30 or 7. But they thought of it that way. So handing us the cameras. Uh, so so long story is the three cameras that came out, obviously, are the more compact. They're the C-series. Mm-hmm. This is intended to be more of the, you know, like... Um, the way I like to describe it is basically a ZVE one or a six seven hundred, but more elevated yeah. with features. It's it's kind of like an A series, like the uh, the A seven four. I say it's the missing link between, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here. It's the missing link between their vlogging cameras and mm-hmm. their full frame, right? Absolutely, it, they're they're all full frame, but they're in a compacted so, compact yeah, size. Yeah, it's a compact. Yeah. It's 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 a it's the same size shell. actually as the, their sixty seven hundred. The body style, it's yes. absolutely okay. the same. Exactly. So so again, if if you if you ignore the existence of their APS-C cameras, <laughs> there's a gap between the, hey, I've got a camera on a stick vlogging camera and then their full-frame gear. And that's Absolutely. where their compact series sort of fits into. It, it's a powerhouse in, in your pocket. Essentially, it's 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 a full-frame camera. They release two. There's the, uh, the A7C2 and then the A7CR. Mm-hmm. The R has the 61 megapixel and then the 2 has the 32, I think 300, 32, no, 32 megapixels. Um very similar bodies, uh, very similar features, except for higher megapixels. And I feel like uh, overall, it's more of like depending on what you're looking for. But with both, you get 4K60. Um, unfortunately, no 4K 120. That was kind of an interesting experience. The 6700 does 4K 120, but the Ace, yeah. both the Ducies, maybe we'll get it in a future update. But um, mirrored that you with know, the new 16 to 35 um, GN2. Yeah, so that's the, like, the lens. Dude, uh, I, I want to be able to... Hold on, can I... Where is my memory card? <laughs> like, I want to be... Can I actually... Hold on, can I... I should be able to. Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, I do have my memory card. So I was trying to take some shots going in. So they... Um, they okay, so we were we were at a... I think it was called the Cliff Resort. The resort was at 8,100 uh, elevation level. So it's already at an 8,000 level elevation. Yeah. And I kid you not, walking for maybe about five minutes, you feel like you just jogged that whole thing. You were yep. walking... And You're we were just, breath. there was, it, yeah. because there's elevations like the hotel down to the tram, whatever. And even, so Josh Vergara was with me as well. And as we were walking, we're like, dude, running out of breath. How bad, how much mm-hmm. out of shape are we? It isn't. It's the lack of oxygen and the fly, uh, the fires that are going up in the, on the Northwest side uh, in, you know, in Canada, in, uh, in, in Washington, all the smoke from there has been pluming in to Utah. So we had a, a almost like a cloud of smoke, no smell, but just the smoke going over us. So the elevation, top it off with oxygen, with the bad air quality, just really had proved us. It was very hard. Let's all just say this: it was very challenging, very hard for us to kind of get through it. Yeah, they gave I, us I, actually I, compressed air. There was oxygen canisters with people walking around, and like, just, oh, that's it was legit. that bad. Like, so I haven't serious. I haven't had that experience in a while. So my 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 family's from New Mexico, and we're mountain high desert. So most of Albuquerque is already, I think, uh, 6,000 feet. So, so this is oh, what we were walking around with. Awesome. It was, but it when, was when legit. But when you go up the tram like... and you actually go up the Sandias, you're, I think, at 775, okay. I want to say. So not quite as high as you were, but it's oh, pretty so close. At the, at the base was 8,000. Go... At the top was 11,000. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah we went higher. You know, I think the Sandias, I think, top out at around 7,500 feet. So the Sandias at the top are mm-hmm. where you were at the base. Yeah. And um, it's pretty easy. Like when I was in high school, that's where we would go to train for like mm-hmm. cross country and stuff. Because if you could pull off, you know, good 5K times at 7,500 feet, then if you did like... 
like a travel meet, or especially if you ever got to run at sea level, you're just Superman. Like, oh, yeah. it's insane what your lungs are capable of when you're used it's, to it's, it's how the air is. Exactly. The, the more oxygen, the brain, they're like, oh, my God, I could do more. I could do more. It's like more fuel for the machine. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy what, what we were able to – just the – the camera is amazing. The combination of both the camera and the new lens are amazing for mm-hmm. nighttime photography. The Such a light kit – like my my biggest issue with the A7 series, like the big guys, they they yeah. get heavy when you put a full frame lens on it. I mean, it gets even you know just even more mm-hmm. weight. So that was why. I mean, I'll say this: I took with me obviously my Xperia. You, you know, you can't go to a show obviously. I often not show with Xperia, but I also showed right. up with a phone that's powered by Sony sensors that I kept trying yeah. to influence people to like. Look, you're you're putting some of your really good sensors in other devices. <laughs> like really so I, I was trying to give up some feedback i pushed out a, a tweet to some people say hey i'm going to be sitting down with some you know they like to take some feedback with us usually when they have us in there so i got a chance to share some of that information with them like i told them about the eSIM. i told them also about the you know like the the the, the ai algorithm that we're seeing in there actually in one of my recommendations was also between you and me kind of like we need to get rid of the basic word just keep it just default camera mode and then go to pro and p and all of the different you know shutter priority <laughs> just don't call it yeah. basic <laughs> like you know, yeah. it's a pro device um but no and also uh, it's like the most complicated basic mode on any phone that of all find. no 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 absolutely of all the things so you're able to do we we, we have a couple comments in here jgj is asking um does Sony have significant camera market in the film industry? They have a, a very, uh, they're very influential in the oh, abs- industry. In we, the we got the chance to see Gran Turismo as Sony shot and produced <laughs> on Sony cameras. On Sony camera. Um, it was like crazy. Yeah. It, it, it's on. like every, every manufacturer has kind of created their own little sort of flavor of what makes their cinema cameras interesting. And, and so, especially when you look at like, um, what is the I just spaced uh, Venice? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's only Ven- yeah. the, the the Venice processing. Um, the, you can actually get some of those color profiles on Xperia phones. Mm-hmm. Those were originally uh, defined on their cinema cameras. Um, yeah. oh, and then Scoop is 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 helping us answer some of these questions in here. JGJ is also asking about 8K on some uh, of these Sony bodies. And uh, a few of these Sony bodies are shooting 8K, but I still don't feel like. 8K is an interesting feature to put on what is ostensibly a mainstream professional camera. Mm -hmm. A a camera that blends stills with video. I don't know that Sony has the best reputation for shooting 8K, but a couple of their mirrorless bodies do shoot 8K. Um, I think so, but not the 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 C-series. Yeah, not not the C-series. The C-series doesn't. 4K60 is the maximum resolution. And even then... at a crop, yeah, that's fine. the other thing. It, it, oh, so, it crops at 4K. Yeah. So even though we're yeah. using full frame sensors, it's four, so at 4K 30, you're full frame. Once yeah, you jump into 4K 60, 60, the crop factor on the on the on the C2 is is bigger. But yes, you lose you lose a lot of that range, and and you're kind of what prices me out of full frame is so many of the full frame cameras at more affordable prices start doing crops at 4K 60, whereas there's no problem clearing 4K60 from a dinky little micro four-thirds sensor. Those sensors can handle the scan lines on 4K. <laughs> it's 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 a, it's a crazy exp- well as I okay uh, what I what I will say is it's so, very much like it 
Okay, I, I understand 4K30 is, is the bread and butter. We live in 4K30. Everything kind of, for the most part, runs great at 4K30. And I feel like yeah. 4K60 should be the new standard. I mean, we're seeing 4K120. So that's the challenges that we're looking into, like some of the features, what you get with this over others. The APS-C, you're right. They're doing much better. And I think I was watching, um, I forgot the name of the gentleman I was watching his show. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually recommending using an APS-C lens on the A7C2. And there, you don't lose. There's no more change in crop factor because you're always in yeah. the APS-C mode. So you jump in from 4K30 to 4K60, and you're still in that same view. You don't lose yeah. that view. So there is a challenge in there. For me, the biggest thing for, for that I really wanted is it was the 4K60. But having that yeah. crop factor means I'm going to end up having to rely on much more of a wider lens to get that shot, mm-hmm. especially if I'm in closer range. And they've, and even then, I'm losing a lot of my view, uh, viewing uh, area because of that crop when we jump into it. I, I, um, I really don't like having to think about what my field of view equivalence will be. When you go, I mean, because, yeah, you kind of have to start doing the math. It's like you're shooting on something closer to an APS-C sensor. Mm -hmm. So your crop factor is like 1.5. So if I bring, you know, a 16 millimeter lens, it's actually going to look more like a 24 millimeter lens. And then I've got to figure out what the sort of difference is going to be for the effective background blur and focus fall off. The aperture changes, but not. Not the amount of light hitting the sensor, but the quality of the focus fall off. It's, and then you also have to make sure that you're investing in plenty of lenses that are, oh, that's a great shot. Um, plenty of lenses that have that really clinically sharp center glass because you're going to be losing the periphery of your lenses too. I, as much as I can just try and keep it to, does it shoot 4K60 using the full sensor? Yes. Well, that's what I want to upgrade to when I eventually go full frame. And so far, those cameras are pretty expensive. So they're very, it, it, but it's, 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 it's on, I think, it, I don't know if it's by design. I think it's almost by, yeah. So don't get me wrong. It, it's, it's refreshing to see the form factor, the, the, the iterative upgrade to it, the body in there, uh, the, yeah. the, just the, the functionality of what you're getting there. And I think that also it supports H.265 as a native codec. So you're getting some of the new, uh, you know, better processing, better compression. You feel, you know, you, you don't have to fill up your SD cards very quickly. Um, obviously, you know, 4K, 30 video, uh, video sorry, um, uh, webcam functionality also built in there with audio from the camera. So it transfers mm-hmm. audio and video now, no longer just video as we've seen in the early generation with the A7 four and the ZVE one. Um, it, it, it's an interesting experience because the, the, the first day I played with the A7, the A7CR and then the second day I went with the 6700 and I felt a little bit more comfortable with the 700. You know, it, it was more, it, it's along what I use. Like my B-roll camera for my shoots is the, is, is, mm-hmm. is the 6400. And the only reason I haven't upgraded it is because I'm waiting for the 67 series to get a little bit more like the 4K60, 4K120. It becomes much more nimble to kind of go out with. And I yeah. think I may, uh, between you and me, I may end up picking up a, a 6700 once the body becomes available. It's sold out everywhere. Yeah. Like, because for the price. So geeking out <laughs> on that, getting a chance to, I also got a chance to also check out an Xperia 1 Mark V. They have, um, I don't know how to explain this, but they have basically a store that has, for the most part, all of Sony's most recent hardware. Like, nice. you show up there and you're like, I would like... Um, you know, like I, I want an A7 IV with with that new, you know, the new the new GM Master D Master one that you just you guys released. Uh, you'll take the lens, you get that in, you go. Okay, oh, sorry, I forgot to get the microphone. Hold on, here is a Sony mic. Everything is Sony. Everything mm-hmm. is there, and then 
uh, they're very welcome. So it was it was a it was a very nice experience. Uh, unfortunately, it's 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 over, and and you know we'll have to see how where and what they do next year. But it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was great, and um, I'm glad I'm able to. Be, I made it back right away. Like I came back, uh, and I picked up my son from school. We had back to school, a whole bunch of different things, and then yeah, we're back. We're together. Hey, we're here. Yay! I know. <laughs> so it was it was a good experience, and then of course, obviously. So the reason why I'm mentioning it on top of that. So we have what, like we're less than what twenty hours, not even twelve hours. I forgot what time is the announcement. So there's supposed to be announce announcement tomorrow um, from Isn't Sony it like on three a.m. our time or something. Well, like we that? can't remember. Yeah, it's set to Japan time, right? So it's always yeah. it's always a uh, it's probably yeah. close to our midnight. So it, we're probably five to six hours away. Now it's not even twelve hours. Oh yeah, actually you're right. We we might not be too far from it. Yeah, I'm not going to typically... stay up. Uh, I'm not. I gotta go to bed. I'll I'll, I'll I'll be honest. With you. So when I tweeted about it, everybody was like, "We know it's the five. We know it's coming out." Yeah. Um, for the most part, obviously, we've we've been waiting for it. This is roughly when it came out last year. I think this time, the five was already announced. I think they announced it last year at Kando, and it seems like this yeah. year they purposely did it the day after Kando was over because because everybody went home today and it can't well, you know. The, the, the thing that makes me nervous about that, and this is one of those where. We, I, I don't mind telling people, TK and I, we don't have any particular insight on this launch. We don't know. I mean, I can make a very good educated like, guess but... of what it's going to be like. Well, we've the had thing fourth generation. Me, yeah. The thing that makes me anxious is splitting it from Kando like they are, is that maybe there's going to be a longer lead time on when the phone will ship. Oh, I, I, you know, because I actually that, felt like they did a really good job of announcing, like, I should preface this. They did a really good job for Sony of announcing yeah. the the Xperia Five, I mean, the Xperia One Mark One. Five. Yeah, yeah. And and then it, the window for when it shipped was actually pretty reasonable by Sony e- standards, e- even so, to us actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, uh, you know, because what was it? I want to say it was the Five Mark Two where they announced it, and then it didn't ship until like after Christmas. Well, so <laughs> or was it the Five Three? No, no, I think it was because that was during the time when they were doing the one and the five announcement together. So they yeah, were announcing but, but I mean, both, like, but you're right. The, they would ship but, the but, five way later. Well, one in of the, them didn't ship until almost the next year when yeah, new phones the, with newer hardware were There was out. one I generation. Which generation it was. It was so bumping it, borderline it would make next me year. Yeah. anxious for the people that are waiting on that phone that yeah. maybe this one will take. A little longer. The, the the sad thing about it as well is that although they announced the device, I think China will probably get it first. I'm oh, pretty absolutely. sure Europe will get yeah. it first. And by the time it comes to us, yeah, you're right. The conversation has been like told and covered all over the place. The biggest concern, the for biggest sure. challenge with this is, and the reason why I'm, I'm kind of excited for it is because there's a lot of benefits that we have this year on the One Series that I'm mm-hmm. loving and I'm hoping obviously that carry over. The, obviously, the, the better processing, which is definitely appreciated with the Agent 2. That's obviously not yeah. just Sony. It's everybody and benefiting not out from of Sony's, that. But, but again, if, yeah. if Sony still brings – because the, the Xperia 1 Mark V got that double whammy. Sony yeah. did a lot of work to handle thermals based on their experience with the 1 Mark IV. Yep. And then they got a substantial improvement in performance per watt with the Agent 2. So the Xperia 1 Mark V – is doing things that I've never seen a phone do before, and the performance is so much more stable than Absolutely. the One Mark Four was. Yeah, so, it, it's it's a massive. Uh, well, it's not it's just a massive. Like even from from the fact that they introduced computational photography, um, the camera itself. So I I got a chance to and I kind of cut my 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 pictures over here. Um, 
Uh, so as as they typically do, they'll have models uh, kind of like performing at uh, at the event. And I had, uh, let me see if I can show this correctly here. So here is one of them. So this was shot on an Xperia 1 Mark V. Like mm-hmm. this is ha- handheld. But I'll be honest with you, I shot it in burst mode. I was doing continuous yeah. high burst mode. And the thing was not stopping. Was like, I could have shot a movie with burst mode. I'm like, and then like Josh was Wait, asking, was like, what? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm I'm shooting in burst. Like, why? I'm like, dude, she's spinning. I cannot take – like, you could try to take a, st- a good image of her. Like, I don't yeah. have a, 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 a which, alpha body. Which is also just hilarious to me when you pick up um, – like, when you pick up a Pixel 7 Pro, and I would say Google still has they, – they are still my top pick for a point-and-shoot, processed, HDR, easy, easy camera to use. Yeah. But you push the shutter button more than five times in a row, back to back to back to back, your buffer's full. Mm-hmm. You're not shooting any more shots that are going to get processed with all of that tasty HDR goodness. Um, that one I showed you was a one image out of sixty six. Yeah, that yeah, and, I it, I, it. and I stopped it. It wasn't. <laughs> it didn't stop taking the shots. I just it, she was doing a spin and it was a slow motion spin and for me to kind of cut the image. So first I made sure oh, I, I caught the eye. See. Yeah, and as she was spinning and I was like, and then I and I went back and I found the shot that I want and boom, that was the shot. That, but that that's the type of you know and then just the experience of like yeah how many how many images before it stops oh no i i oh that's dumb i haven't switched it off of uh shoot record uh, record video on a long press and i have to get back in here i had to nuke oh. this phone the, the my pixel 7 pro i had to nuke it jumping back oh. and forth between beta and oh oh that's right yeah 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 cuz you jumped on the beta i actually yeah that I, I, I haven't been using um I haven't been using the Pixel Seven for some time, actually. Now I'm kind of anticipating now that they now that they made the announcement for the Pixel, f- not the Pixel Four, October Fourth announcement for Pixel. I was like Pixel Four, like they're not going backwards in time. You won't do it. It's like, like I I'm anxious to see what 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 Pixel what Pixel Eight is going to be like. But um, we have a couple comments in here. We can just kind of dig into Lampros. Hey guys, I'm an A6500 owner and still proud. I want to say that was the camera Jaime was using when I was at Pocket. Now. Six, I think it was the sixty-four or sixty-five. So I the sixty-four remember. was the most popular A series. He was really now. into his Sony. It is. He was it is absolutely. It's shooting Panasonic. So uh, when I met Jaime with, with when he was uh, like rocking, he was running actually the A seven C. He oh, really okay. liked his A7C, but that was probably yeah. later. The A the A series, the A sixty seven or the A six series are. Very nice, very nimble, compact, mm-hmm. and co- and then obviously APS-C. They're always, you're just getting compact everything. It's obviously, yeah. Um, but I think when he jumped over on the A7C, it was compact, but still had that full frame. That you, it's mm-hmm. again, you, you're filling I, in that gap, that bridging. I think it. a part of my anxiety on Sony, mm-hmm. and this isn't a problem, but it is kind of a, a psychological roadblock for me. Okay, I. I off the top of my, I am not a super hardcore Sony shooter, but like the last time I was trying to shop, like, hey, if I switched over to Sony, what would what would I pick up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember we talked about that. Yeah. The the list of available camera bodies that are still in active distribution is stupid. You've got Z uh, ZVE10, ZVE1, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A64. 400, I think, is still available. 6,500, 6,700. Uh, yeah. Um, well, there's a 6,600 as well. You, you, They are still actively producing and selling the A7 II. 
Mm -hmm. And then you have three models now of A7C. Yeah. And then you have your A7S's and -hmm. your A7R's and your Alpha 1. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, like, I want to say they currently have something like... 15 in in general a lot of their a lot of their lines have a little bit of an overlap between each other like it's almost kind of that's what it's like it's kind of perfect you have to find whatever recipe fits your frustrates me your dish in panasonic land you know like so okay i i I shoot on on lumix g9s Mm -hmm. that's actually their photography focused camera body it is not their their premier video focused camera body and and we ran into this because like I still have to shoot around 10 minute recording blocks for 4K 60. Like it, it limits you in some of that, but it is literally the least expensive way to not only get 4K 60, but then mm-hmm. also get um, much, much higher quality camera feeds out of the HDMI port so that I can hook up like one of my portable monitors. Like, I, I can hook up my Atomos Ninja and the mm-hmm. video quality is almost as good as a GH5. Yeah. And these camera and bodies were half the price of a GH5. So One of the biggest challenges also on, on the A-series is that they turn off the display on the device when you're using external displays. And for me, mm. when, I'm, when I'm trying to shoot, I always want to make sure to see that red dot because I'm setting up my camera yeah. top down. So um, it, it, it once you're in the system, it's easier to navigate it. And maybe I'll say that because when you find something that you like and then you're starting to kind of figure out what's the – do I jump over to this mm-hmm. one? Do I stay on this? Or maybe just maybe all I need is a better lens. Maybe I should just try the new lens. Yeah, so it's, just, it's 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 a little bit of an experimentation. Yeah. And for me, yeah, uh, it was I was I was a Canon for the longest time. I never I, I th- then I went over to Fuji for uh, for the GH5. The GH5 did okay for me, except for the C game. The focus just kept like oh, yeah. for for this distance, and because oh, I do we, move we, my hand sometimes. I, I mean, like. It let's, like, let's definitely talk about yeah. that being problematic because we shot a whole section of our. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 we were. Saying, yeah. And I was trying to do just an image tracking on your face. Yeah, and and I, I was standing. I wasn't moving. Yeah, yeah, and and well, but I mean, like you know, you're naturally moving as you're conversing because you're like you yeah. look at me and then you look to the camera and then you're like so it's a very organic and very limited amount of movement. Mm-hmm. And the Panasonic tracking went, well, I don't know, there's a bookshelf behind you. And then, like, the whole last minute of that of that clip is just, like, you know, the toys on my bookshelf are what are actually uh, focused. So yeah, I remember. That's, that's being addressed because if I don't go Sony, I'm probably going to stick with Panasonic. But the new S52X yes, has yes. phase detect autofocus. So I'll, oh, dude, I'll... no, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's the biggest improvement for this year, for 2023. If you already have the cameras, sorry, the lenses, and you just need the new body, that's the yeah. best way to do it. Because I, I got to scrap everything. I need lenses no matter where I go. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what system now. Because at oh, some oh. point, I have to leave micro oh. four-thirds. Yeah, so... yeah, yeah. So that... it doesn't – I could go Sony or I could go Panasonic. It's, so question. I'm not so, uh, open to either. Panasonic doesn't let you use the the, uh, the uh, Micro Four Third uh, lenses on Oh, no. Body? Totally to- – totally Oh, different. they're very different. Lens okay, housing, okay. Totally different. Because um, with Sony's, I, you could use APS-C lenses. I mean it's not the it's not the ideal lenses. You're able to interchange the lenses. No, work. no, 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 no. And, okay. and, and like g- going to their full-frame cameras, it's a totally different mount, totally different mount hole. Like the okay. diameter of it is yeah, completely yeah, yeah. different. And 
when you start talking the about the clearances yeah, the GH5 on, was micro, on four micro four thirds yeah. and how tiny those micro four thirds lenses are, there's no way they would be crossed as, it just doesn't make any sense because they're so much smaller than APS-C. Mm-hmm. You, you would not build a lens for that. Like, like this is the equivalent of a 2470 F 2.8 in micro four thirds land. Oh, wow. That like, is tiny. It's Lil. That, that, that's, um, it's, almost got, a, it's almost a pancake style, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So here's a, a, a 20 millimeter F1.8. <laughs> and F1. you know how big, like, Sony primes are excessively long. Oh, dude. I'm okay. So we're but, talking, I'm, I'm using the Sigma, but essentially, is, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It's, oh my God. That is, yeah, it's, it's petite. petite. That's, it is petite. Like, it's like cute. you look at look at just the lens filters and the lens cap on my Xiaomi 13 Ultra against these little prime oh lenses. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, no, I know. It's, it's I they're it. real little, so there's yeah. no way you would ever be able to cross design. I, I, I apologize for stating that. You're right. You're right. I, for me, oh. it's, I just I've been I've been pampered <laughs> by hilarious. that experience on my side because I can just yeah I can interchange lenses all the time. Like you just need to know that you're using it what they expect, but yeah, you're, for the most part, it's it's going to be a, yeah. Seventeen millimeter f. What is this? F one point f one point eight. It's an f one point eight prime lens. Like, like in I don't even know what what to describe this to. It's it's like a just, third just mount the it, height mount, of a mount, mount it on a mount it on a piece of on, on, on yeah like this exactly. That should be a new profile picture. Like I am prime. <laughs> but yeah, so. Hopefully you do get it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, a lot of cool things came out of it. A lot of good, um, good tech. Obviously, a lot, of, a lot of videos came out. I'm hoping. I'll say this. Um, I am eyeing either the A7C2 or the 6700. I don't really need 4K 120. I'll be honest. That was appealing for me, but the appeal of a full frame in the body of a 60, uh, a 60, uh, you know, 6000 series uh, camera, is very it's appealing for me. Very, yeah. very much. And having the fact that then my system is entirely full frame, I don't have to worry about jumping from one to the other. At mm-hmm. 4K 30, I'm still cool. At 4K 60, I just need to make sure to buy a better lens <laughs> for it because my B-roll camera is about maybe two and a half feet away from the table. Yeah, I would. It would be. It would end up being basically like you know, from going from this to this. It's just. It's a big crop. It has a worse crop than the A7 A7 CR. But all of that, hopefully, hopefully in the near future, I'm, I did. I need to save up some money there. Um, they're Sony's. They're they're a little bit at a yeah. premium. <laughs> uh, real quick from Gabaletta, have you guys seen the Nubia prototype with that huge camera bump? Did Ooh. you get to see this? No, no, so no, no, it's, no, no. It's no. one of the upcoming Nubia phones. I'll see if I can find a picture of it real quick because I'm really. It's kind of weird. Like when you go to these events, the for some reason, I ha- I did not have enough time to scroll social media. I was trying to share and try to still be in the moment, kind of just enjoying the the tech. Um, Plus, the elevation, for some reason, kind of took it out of me. I was exhausted most of the time. And sleeping at night wasn't really working for me. And then I couldn't wake up in the morning. Like, yep. like oh, my God. I, I, uh, they, I was trying to catch on – was it yesterday? No, yesterday morning. I was trying to catch the early morning sunrise shoot. I woke mm-hmm. up at 5, 5.30, 6.30, 7.30. I finally got out of bed at, at, at 8. So I was like, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Show so- me much. So here's, I mean, this kind of makes sense. There has to be an attachment um, though, right? No, 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 no. I actually believe this because okay. what we know about phones like, uh, I actually have it on my desk here. I, I was just, uh, I was joking around with Barry about how Nubia never updates their phones. And it turns out I did have two little updates. mini updates for my Axon 40. 
Um, but nothing, it's still Android 12. It's not even on Android 13 yet. But um, one of the things that I really like about their cameras mm-hmm. is that uh, they move to a 35 millimeter equivalence on their main camera. Oh, okay. So, okay, one so of it's supposed to like a, what Sony's doing with the 24. I get it. So, well, but I mean, like, one of the reasons why uh, we've been able to cram these one inch sensors into as small a camera housing as we could. Yeah, so, yeah. like, here's my, my Vivo. Um, I, I'm, I'm holding it, this up and I'm in thumbnail view here, but. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, my mistake. That's, uh, it's called TK <laughs> wanting. It was purely me. I was trying to see. Hold on. Let's, no, 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 it's totally fine. Let's remove oh, uh, and let's make you. Let's no, actually, we want to do it the other way. Oh, you want, you want to do me, me yeah. big? Okay. Uh, <laughs> right there. So the uh, this axon yeah, actually has good. a surprisingly large camera bulge mm-hmm. for having a smaller than one inch okay. sensor. I forget exactly what the sensor is in here. It's actually not that big. It's not even a one over one point three. If I'm doing my math right, on the I axon can't or remember. Okay. on the axon forty. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go one inch sensor and you see like the depth that you need to house a one inch sensor with a 24 millimeter Mm -hmm. equivalent lens, if you keep the 35, you need to add quite a bit of depth to have that, that longer focal length for a one inch type sensor. So we see this, this Nubia over here and it kind of makes sense why they are switching us. And then oh, I, okay. I just want to bring, yeah, I want to bring back the Nubia so people yeah. can kind of see the art. So it kind of makes sense. You would have to have the extra depth for a 35 millimeter equivalent lens. I The only reason I mentioned it being maybe even an attachment is because of the two reference devices. They look like they're similar bodies. So maybe unless it's mm-hmm. two separate devices, I, I just think felt. Be, I, I think that what we would probably be looking at is something like, I don't know if this is going to be like a Z50 and a Z50 Pro. Maybe. yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have to be something like that. But, and if but, you had a one over one still, point, exactly. If you had a one over one point three with a thirty-five millimeter equivalent, you would have a similar camera bulge to a twenty-four millimeter equivalent on a one-inch type sensor. On a one-inch sensor, okay. But I mean, but that's that's honestly, chunky boy. That is a yes. Uh, but I'm, I mean, I, the hope obviously is that the, the processing, the processing is done correctly. Um, you know, thermals are, are managed. Axon in, Axon cameras punch way above the brand's reputation the i I have i've got this one photo of lex like sunlit Mm -hmm. from behind sunset out at the park she's wearing this blue frilly dress she's just Mm -hmm. got this kind of smirk on her face it's a head and shoulders (laughs) portrait that 35 millimeter equivalent it's not stretching her as much as a wider uh lens would have yeah and it's a stunning photograph it is a stunning photo of that moment. I like it's one of those, you know, you've got that those photos of your son that you're just like, I am just gonna look at this photo for a really long time because it was a memory of a moment and then it's it is you, it you is absolutely it's a moment, moment it's, it's it. a moment encapsulated in an image. And it's it's almost like when you remember uh, uh, like you, how you get memory from smell, like images can yeah. do the same. You have that image and you're like you're suddenly transported to that time. You're so like, oh, I remember. I, I'm, I'm very positive on the ZTE cameras. Mm-hmm. It's just you got to know going into a ZTE phone, you're not likely going to be getting a lot oh, of software support. You, you'll get some software and... once every blue moon and it'll generally be just 
yeah, security. Uh, you know up. what? Like I said, I was two updates behind on my Axon 40 Ultra, mm-hmm. and we're talking like 100 meg updates. Oh, so yeah. over the course of a year, that I think that puts me at like three updates, and all of them have been just really little kind of bug fixy, security patchy kind of updates. Yeah. And some of the it, issues that I do find in how like you navigate their camera app and stuff, it's still really clumsy. But you get out and you shoot with it, and the images are fantastic. It's just the whole rest of the phone just isn't quite as consistent or quite as polished as what you would want in something that kind of punches at that price tag. They, they unfortunately, it's, it is known. It is a ZTE thing, and I'm, I'm dealing with the Red Magic series as well on my side. We have an older Red yeah, Magic that same. that got a software patch, but that was like maybe once a year now. No, my Seven like Pro we, has has gotten nothing. Yeah, since no, it, it, yeah. it's so. Uh, but no, uh, this weekend I will be doing some surgery on ours. Our, uh, I don't even think it turns on anymore, but our uh, Magic Six Pro because uh, it took a tumble. So. <laughs> Um, repairability on a ZTE, uh, sorry, on a Red Magic is a three out of ten rating, so it's pretty bad. Um, I'm just hoping I don't. I told Omar, I said, look, I'm hoping I don't just destroy the phone because it's mm-hmm. so everything is soldered on top of each hey, other and don't, everything is mounted. Don't tell him, but I think I still have my old Black Shark. So if you destroy the phone, and it's it's you... what's on it. That's the problem. So he has. Uh, we okay, have uh, Dragon Ball DB Legends on this. So Fortnite is easy because it backs up. But DB Legend doesn't back up automatically all the time. You have to manually oh, go in sucks. there and do it. So the last time we transferred the account, I did. I have a backup from that to his account. But that was when, I got, when, he, got the, when he got the phone like about a year and a half ago. So I don't – I'm very I, – I, I, I told him I'll do this. Worst case scenario, if I can at least get the, get the phone to boot up and the touch interface works – and we back up your account. I can just drop. On, I have. I still have my ROG I Phone mean, Five from last year. Can I can jump them back on that. Up, you could probably plug it into an external monitor and get like a mouse working on it. Well, I, so I was trying to. So that's what happened when the phone kind of broke. Um, what ended up happening, which is the weirdest thing, and I don't know, maybe it was because depending how long he was playing, it locked. So he was playing with it when it when the incident happened, and the by the time he got it to me i think the phone had locked because i tried plugging it in and i was hoping it was connected because i was like okay great at least i have something in here i can try to basically i mean the interface is dead on the display but my touch is still there nothing i couldn't there's no no life i mean i think the battery died at this point because long the 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 biggest thing for me is i just need to get it to to turn on i don't even need it to to fully reassemble on get it turned on turn on the wi-fi and then up, back up everything off of that, transfer my stuff off of it. Because the water sealing, this is the biggest thing. Once you open up one of these super glued devices, yeah. you're never going to get the watertight sealing on it again. Well, it's, it is basically also, prone. I mean, the, the nice thing is about a Red Magic is you don't care so much about water resistance anyway because it's got a big old hunking fan built into it. So that that is, you know, yeah, but it is one thing I didn't resistant was it really? <laughs> I didn't, but that's the concerning part. Like, I'll also say this from the disassembly videos that I saw. Everything is mounted on the display. Yeah. The LCD, it's mounted backwards. Like the shell on the back goes off and everything is mounted to the actual display on the front. So to replace the screen, you'd have to basically take every piece Oh, you've got to go all the way through it. Yeah. All the way through and even take the fingerprint sensor that's glued to the display yeah. to put that on the new thing. So that's what I'm saying. It's like it's an entire thing. My goal is just to save his data. That's all it yeah. is. 
And if I could do that, I, I'll put them in another I bet, phone. I, 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 if, if you can, I mean, if it does boot up, like mm -hmm. plug it into a laptop hub. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Connect a wired mouse so you don't even have to worry about trying to get into settings or anything. And then no, you should be actually, able to that, navigate around. You're right. The, the next stock, the next stock would give me full access because it has yeah. it over the same wire. It runs the mouse and the keyboard mm -hmm. and the display. So yeah, oh, just man, go, if go I, that way. Yeah. In fact, you I might wish. even be able to unlock it from the keyboard, depending on the password or pin that he has. I wonder why. Why? Uh... Yeah, hold on. Now that you're mentioning this, <laughs> okay, hold on. I, I got to I got to charge it up because I know I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the battery is dead. Um, I'm just hoping that it does. <laughs> because the but display, but I, I yeah, also I where I was going over. with that the offer will still stand that yeah, yeah. if if uh, he he's he's in need of something else to play the Vidya games on, <laughs> I, I think I still have my Black Shark, so he can he can. Oh, and I still have my Poco F uh, my Poco as well, the GT. No, not the GT. The F. Um, oh, the, the uh, yeah. The oh, F4? that phone's a screamer. Not that four. The F five, right? The the one we that, just that played. would finally that would finally unseat the eight seventy in my Black Shark. So that would be a good one. I like. I don't know that I'd give that to a kid. It's a nice phone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we say that, but then you know. <laughs> no, but, I'm, um, so you, do you know what phone Lex's favorite phone is right now? Uh okay hold on I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Go ahead, the, go ahead the duo everyone in the chat please try and guess what you think in in a house that has phones going all the way back to like Windows mobile devices I've got crazy camera phones I've got like my Galaxy K zooms I've got dual displays and folding phones all of these devices you write in the chat what do you think a seven year old is is most excited about in my entire collection of devices here. So McCorkerin is saying I'm going to guess a Pixel 4a 5G. I was going to say uh, the that duo. Was a, that was but Marie's yeah. favorite phone. Okay. Marie loved that. JGJ is saying the iPhone SE. We I had to have it, a yeah. conversation with her about how not all tablets are iPads. We don't own any iPads in this household. No, yeah, I we know. We had to spell that out for her, but no, she she was not impressed with the iPhone SE. Um, she has not seen the LG Wing, but I think she that's kind of in a direction that she might appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Steve Pogue, the Poco X4 GT. So, my daughter's favorite phone right now is the TCL Stylus. Oh, we talked right? about this too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. So, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she doesn't think it's very impressive that my Moto Edge has a case lump where the stylus lives. Yeah. She doesn't think it's very impressive that my Surface Duos can use a stylus because the stylus doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't. And then when she well, wants to use one of those little, like she loves the Autodesk sketch, Sketchbook app. Mm -hmm. So it's not like little kid coloring book app. It's just blank canvas you pick your paints, your brushes, your colors, your textures, everything. And she can work in layers. Seven-year-old, she likes the ability to create a new layer and draw on top of what she was drawing. It's the got style. a hole in the phone where the stylus goes, Daddy. It's got a it, hole in there. That's how, I, that's how it should work. 
No, I'm with you. So I, I yeah. don't have the heart to tell her. It's like, that's one of the cheapest phones in this house right now, kiddo. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think you can use the TCL stylus. I, I, I think that one's okay. Just be real careful. You know, don't don't break it. <laughs> I'm, I love it. I, am, I may have some love bad news it. for Omar. I don't think this phone is going to charge. I actually think his, his Let USB it sit for port, a while, though, dude. It's yeah no I I know I want to I'm plugging it in front of me because I don't want to keep turning to the left because um, also I I don't think did, like the fans aren't kicking have... up the lights are not turning on no but what I'm saying though is like if it's also been a little while and there was some damage you might be dealing with some other kind of discharge issue oh um, so uh, I'd let it sit for just a while the, but the about there's... while is the I think the battery died over the weekend last week or okay. no the week before last so it's been about a but week or so but yeah I'll, I'll let they, it sit i'll let it sit they didn't have wireless charging on there did they no i no. didn't think so the 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 oops, sorry uh the the backing of it is um more rounded it was more designed for better ergonomics for the hand um yeah. but the display was just barely flickering flickering on the bottom or closer to the usb port i'm just wondering if the usb port got damaged but I mean, either way. So at this point, if it doesn't turn on, and this is basically where we are, um, you know, That's I may end are. up having to open it up anyways. So yeah, if it is a, if it's a lost cause, then it is a lost cause. There's not much I could do about it. So yeah. we'll have to basically figure that. But I'm hoping at least I can charge it up, or if you, even just running up. Uh, anyways, yeah, we'll we'll I'll let it, I'll let it sit as we're talking. <laughs> I'll let it sit because yeah, you're right. It's been some time, and I'm just so used to plugging it in and the fans kicking up right away. But. Um, yeah. I do want to talk a little bit also, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we kind of covered a lot of different things kind of going on. Um, we're going to talk about the Pixel the Pixel Pass. We're going to touch base on that a little bit. But I want to talk a little bit more also about the, the we both got a chance to put out uh, headphone videos. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some higher quality, I mean, not how to say, some some a, a different quality levels. I'll say that, not higher or lower. It's different experiences. I'll yeah, say. I mean, like, I'd say they were pretty close to being in the same ballpark, right? Are they like what? What, so are, what are the sound core sound core space one or like a hundred dollar headphone, right? Yeah, yeah, ninety nine bucks uh, yeah. uh, over the so, year. So the Bear Dynamic Bluebird, I think they're full retail like one hundred and fifty. So we're not talking oh, okay. like not that okay. massive differences, like it's earbuds versus versus cans. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's I, I have to be very judicious about my headphone reviews right now because doing too many earbuds back to back, I just immediately you know, sort of gin up another ear infection. And Oh, I don't know. No, you want to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Man, that's brutal. So um, I have a full video out now. Uh, one of our, both of our all-time favorite audio manufacturers, uh, Bear Dynamic, where we both have these, the DT770s. Um, Bear Dynamic's Bluetooth strategy has gotten so much better over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I, I used to rock with the Lagoon ANC. That was their Bluetooth over-ear headphone. And the tech and the audio quality were fantastic. Mm-hmm. That is the loudest headband I think I've ever heard where the musculature of your eyebrows would send creaky ripples through the headphone and into the ear cups. It was so distracting. But if you sat perfectly still and you didn't move your face at all, um, it was a really delightful sound. I really liked the sound quality. As they've moved into true wireless earbuds, I think Mm -hmm. their strategy has gotten so much savvier. The Freebird are still some of my all-time favorite um, earbuds. Like, I'm an idiot. I didn't bring the Bluebird back up 
to the office. They're actually downstairs right now because I was listening to them uh, over uh, dinner. Uh, but the, here's the box. Oh, at least you have the box. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Bluebird. Um, we're getting a new neckband earbud from Bear Dynamic. Okay. So you've got an excellent uh, pedigree for tuning a single driver earbud. Mm-hmm. The frequency response is even uh, wider than on the Freebird. They're more okay. expensive, true wireless earbud. Um, 14 hours of battery life. It's got an, a, a simple open port USB-C, but it's still IPX, IPX4 sweat okay. resistant. Yeah. Um, really solid ANC. So if you've, if you've heard of the Bluebird before, there's a Bluebird and a Bluebird second generation then they had a separate line for Bluebird ANC. So now this mm-hmm. is the second generation Bluebird with active noise cancellation. And now it also supports Qualcomm Aptex Adaptive. Nice. So that you can also improve the audio quality. I am so stoked to see a company taking a sporty neckband seriously. Because this no, isn't no. cheap. $150 isn't a cheap earbud, but it's not the most expensive audio product that you can buy. Mm-hmm. But I would say it's punching well up against almost $200 true wireless. Okay. So by not going true wireless and having to build in the cost of having a little charge case, mm-hmm. you can save a little bit of money for a comparable audio experience. And then I just like not having the extra lump in my pocket. You pull the earbuds out of your ear and you let them drop in the neckband kind of keeps everything going the way that it should. So there hasn't been a lot of exciting development in neckbands. This is kind of the, a big deal if you wanted the style, a good option. I mean, for even a even one plus, yeah, even one plus got into them a little bit. Um, uh, with oh, the their, one plus neckband was was brilliant. It had the little magnetic answer your exactly. call feature. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I missed, why has no I, I don't one know why else done that? Well, but not only that, why did OnePlus stop making it? <laughs> why did OnePlus get? I mean, don't get me wrong. I like their True Wireless solution. I love their new buds. Yeah. Uh, they're some, they're the, one of the, my favorite buds that I love taking The Buds Pro everywhere. 2 yeah. easily go toe-to-toe with AirPods. Oh, I, absolutely. I mean, like AirPods absolutely. Pro. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, feature for feature for feature. Like, I, I feel like you can save 50 bucks on your AirPods, and the OnePlus Buds are going to do you great. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm with you there. Like, um, one more has kind of scaled back on mm-hmm. on their neckbands. Um so one more uh, one plus hasn't done one since I think the bullets two, the the bullets. Um, pro- oh yeah, bullets that's right, yeah. pro yeah, the, or bullets that's two. What, I can't. Remember. No, no, I think it was the bullets two. Yeah, and I that and the weird thing is I actually think I have a couple that are still like mint. They're wrapped that I never used them because back in the day, remember when OnePlus used to have the point system? I used to have a lot of points yeah. and I would just pick up those things for free. Yeah. Um, they but they I, made great gifts. I gave out a oh, few absolutely. of those. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I I have a few, uh, I have a I think one of the True Wireless and I still have one extra one that's sealed of their USB-C buds. They're just small, yeah. they're lightweight, they're easy. It plugs the so anything. I keep, I just... keep those OnePlus USB-C buds in my car. Yeah. No, so well, just well, like I I always have like kind of an accessible They're cable. right here. Yep. I was on Mandatory. the plane. I don't want to worry about wireless or whatever. <laughs> I plug straight in, and it's so, not even an issue. So I'll spoil a major reveal in my review because mm-hmm. you're a fan of like having a, a USB-C cable earbud. Yeah, solution. Um, the the Bear Dynamic Bluebird ANC will work as a USB audio device. That's the one thing I wish that the sound cores did. They don't. I they, wish they only run power. Yeah, all almost no headphones 
work as a USB-C audio device. I mean, I'm still happy when I see the 3.5 millimeter jack on mm-hmm. a pair of cans that I can go cabled that way. Um, it is dumb that like you've got all this audio processing hardware, you've got a DAC and an amp built in. At some point, just add the USB-C data capability mm-hmm. and yep. pass it through. The Lagoon were the first headphone that I ever tried that had that trick. And if it weren't for the fact that my blinking would cause creaking sounds to emanate from the headband, I would be much more hype about their audio gear. Um, I can't tell you how nice it is to have multi-point Bluetooth and the ability to immediately pop a USB cable into a pair of earbuds, not cans, so your ears aren't getting all sweaty, and connect that directly to a laptop or my desktop. It While is keeping the Bluetooth connection going? Or is it phenomenal. independent? Oh, wow. So it, it, it starts that transferring audio around yeah, like yeah. a multi-point audio exactly. solution. It it's is whatever, whatever plays last takes over. Yeah, no, no, I'm with so you. So nice. Um, and then you also don't have to worry about charging. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're listening. You're if, if, I, if I connect to, like, my little laptop and I'm doing some writing down at the kitchen table and, like, then I need to go, I unplug. It's automatically just paired back up with my phone. And I got, like, a 20% charge just while I was kicking it connected to my laptop. It, like, it, 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 it is such need a more. practical yeah. use of the extra space that you have on a neckband. Because you could never do something like that. On true wireless. wireless earbuds. No, 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 no. Absolutely. There's no plugs at all. Like it's all contact uh, uh, charging via contacts. No, yeah. I um the the sound cores are are very comfortable. Are they're very much as an over the ear solution? A little bit more sweaty. Well, I want to I want to switch gears yeah. here. Proper the last the last little bit. Sure. For bearer dynamic. This is interesting. Like because we know what the seven seventy sound like for professional cans. Like yeah. these are headphones that. I, I don't always know. I always believe that they're the most critically analytical and they're the flattest for people to use in mixing applications. But you know the sound of the 770 so well that you mix around the 770s. Mm-hmm. Um, their consumer line, every new consumer earbud that I've tried from Bear Dynamic has kind of lifted the bass shelf just a little bit more. And so the Bluebird are coming in close to the kind of rumble that I would normally turn to Soundcore. So oh. Soundcore, I still think, takes the win for skull rumblers. Like, yes. you're, you're a bass head. You, you want that, that low oh, no, no, rumble. I, exactly. That it's, it's, it's the sauce they've been serving for some time, but yes. Bear Dynamic, I think, is kind of closing in, is kind of honing in, uh, is kind of, uh, what was I'm trying to say? They're kind of muscling in on some of uh, Soundcore's turf. But that's where I want to pass it over, because if you want cans that can rattle the fillings out of your teeth. With my crazy battery life. Yeah. My first recommendation would probably be say, hey, maybe look at some Soundcore. They really like the PHAT bass. But not only that, they, they've also focused heavily on ANC this time. Both their buds and their over the year, the Space Series, have gotten yeah. so good. I mean, serious level, like sitting next to the air conditioning and not being able to hear the <laughs> air conditioner. Sitting next to my computer, yeah. like practically, like you know, wanting to lift off, and I can't hear it. 
it has been so much fun on flights, not being not not listening to anything other than just the music that you want to listen to. The the over the year experience of locking out sound as well as the ANC that they have has been phenomenal. Uh, also on audio, uh, folk, uh, fo- sorry, voice focusing more on you than canceling out uh, outdoor sound. So that's been a really good improvement. Um, super lightweight, funky colors. They're like three different colors that they came out with. They do, and the one thing I do like about them is that they do support the wired connection. They include a three uh, a nice. TRX uh, cable. Uh, unfortunately, no, <laughs> no over USB. It's purely for power, but. Fast charging on them, which is also nice. So, and, and can, can you of can you at least charge and listen at the same time, or does charging shut off the playback? I have not tried. I, I want to say it shuts it off. I want to say that yeah, it, it most, overrides most because because do. I, yeah I because they, they don't want to only. I could. Uh, I think if, I if it allows one of the only audio ones that that um, could charge and listen was a gaming headset. Because that I would make sense. Because those typically do end up being. Gamers typically will want to ride. I mean, if you want a really, really low latency and they're not running some kind of like a wired, not a wired, yeah, like a proprietary. I, 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 to... I'm spacing. My brain is Swiss cheese right now. I'm sorry. It like it maybe back more closer to my new egg days. I would have had like every single parts list memorized for. I, no, no, it, wrong it, dude, don't get me wrong. Right. I'm I'm running on a couple of days of maybe four to five hours of sleep. <laughs> So I you're, you're I'm back ready. at sea level so you know your your brain is finally getting oh, oxygen again. Uh, my lungs are appreciative <laughs> of every I mean actually once we left the resort we went down to go to the airport I felt so much better. So much better. <laughs> so I'm sorry. So getting yeah. back to the Soundcore Space no, One. So Space dollar 100 bucks over ear head, head headphone. Um amazing I, ANC I mean, massive we're, massive we're talking light. very very hyper isolating ANC. Absolutely. And again I feel like Soundcore is is pushing into territory that is really putting like um like one more mm-hmm. like I still really like my one more Sona flows and those are like constantly they're right over here um, I have these up here but I don't have the earbuds that I just reviewed so these are like almost always within arm's reach 150 full retail often on sale for a lot cheaper to me I feel like that's one of the most interesting battles right now are these companies that are making targeted and more accessible audio solutions mm-hmm. and now soundcord is like again this that saying that this is launching the space one is launching with anc at 100 bucks is a clear shot at something like sonaflow oh no no like, and again, i think that's it's, it's the ratcheting biggest, competition they've been working on lower their price point this is the one of their biggest things like from when we said we used to have the liberty series so this is mm-hmm. very much a uh, a, a general usage, uh, listening to music, you know, having conversations, calls, um, comfort use for overextended amount of time, the, the cushioning on everything. So it, to me, it, it just for a hundred bucks, they, they again, it punches above its weight class. I feel like that's the yeah. experience there. But it is, again, going to be very much face forward. This is going to be the experience that you need to accept if you're looking to get into it like a sound core. You can't tune to yeah. get better mids and highs oh there's there's room yeah yeah but, but it's the, still you could still see that the the, the lows are the flavor pushed. they yeah. they they are presenting out of the boxes very specifically sound <laughs> and and i the one thing i would probably say if my only critique of the, the the setup that we have in here is that although we have a lot of buttons not all of not a lot of them are configurable so for the most part you have to remember like okay i'll say this they did bring one feature from like the sony's where you have you put your hand on the one ear cup and it turns off yeah. turns on pass through that was kind of cute and it is it does work well 
Um, but the buttons, like they're, we don't have a, a, a skip forward, skip back. You have to remember that the volume yeah. up, volume down, press and hold for two seconds. It does work as that. But those are shortcuts that you can't change. These are pretty much the only things mm-hmm. that I, like I think on their buds, we have the ability of changing. I wish we had a little bit more of that, but maybe that could come down you know, uh, as a software update or something like that, like remapping, like you want to have volume, but most of the time I feel like people want to skip forward and skip back. Like, you know, be able to play the song again without having to reach for the phone or something like that. But otherwise great all rounders. Uh, my wife is enjoying them. They are her permanent uh, new bud, uh, sorry, over the ear for work. Uh, or Mm -hmm. when she's just, you know, sitting and wanting to relax. I think she, she was surprised. I had her standing next to the AC and I was like, Hey, (laughs) let me show you this. And I'm like, I put it on. It's like, it's quiet. Like, yes, that is it. It That's is wrong, quiet. Guys. So yeah, JG say JGJ, and I've seen a few of these. Like some of this conversation, they've, that um, these sound cores oh, have been getting XM5. compared against um, yeah. Sony XM5s, and I really feel so- Sony still makes one of the best travel headphones. I've got my XM4s over here. Mm-hmm. I still really like these as a mm-hmm. good lightweight. Okay. Um, travel headphone. Oh, speaking of which, easy I, to pack and carry, and exactly. I have my Link S. I took my Link yeah. S with me on this trip. Yeah, very, nice. very easy. It's so it's, I, they're they're easy to jump into. I, I can appreciate Enjoyable. this, but the the things that make a Sony better, I think, are now becoming those those granular details that you have to be in the know. Mm-hmm. about consumer-facing headphones and travel headphones and wireless headphones. And I think they're starting to fall behind on the consumer conversation and the mindset. So okay. if you're buying a headphone for cachet, you're probably going to want to advertise to people that you spent a lot of money, so you're going to go Apple AirPods Max, right? Max Pro Studio. You, yeah. want, you, 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 want, you want the the outward visual indication of how expensive we all know those headphones are. Yeah. Then slightly more in the know, you can just flex and say, well, yeah, I'm using Sony's. But what makes a Sony headphone unique and some of the technologies that actually make a head, a Sony headphone, a better solution. Now we're seeing sub $200 cans that are not as good, but they're getting you so close it's we're, harder we're, to say it's 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 harder to say this is why this headphone is twice as expensive and why you should buy that you have to really care about to really, and, that and, kind, those kinds of details and and actually be attentive to the style and the music that you're listening to and the way the music is played on the earbuds or the cans that you're listening on there's a big difference in I just raise the volume to make the, my, my earbuds sound better answer that we've seen a lot of people say. <laughs> right. And, you know, and that may work for oh, certain Oh, that was buzz. my problem. I wasn't blowing out my hearing. Now oh, this sounds the, much better. See what I mean? <laughs> All you had to do was jack it up to 100, man. Just always go 100. No, no, and no. Here um, I am, like, trying it, to justify, like, I'll, I'll take out my planar magnetic earbuds that are stupid expensive and pair that with my BTR7, and maybe that'll be my travel earbud. 
That'll be the Which thing. Is not no, no. A good idea. The the um, <laughs> and and, I, and I, the reason why I say this is because when I started to listen to what you were saying and started to change the actual listening, uh, um, the tech that I'm using to listen with, using an external amp or using the actual yeah. uh, the right over you know headphones, it's it changes the experience. But a lot of people don't typically dive that into that. The no. difference between the mid range, I would, and I'm trying to say mid range, but like the you know one to two hundred dollar price range and the two to three hundred dollar price range, is becoming very much a very fine finite experience difference. It is, I still think Sony still leads that market on the on on the non Apple side, uh, but that's just because I've I've we've used them and well, we've seen I, all of their generational upgrades. Yeah, JGJ. I mean, again, if we're just talking about labels and marketing, he brings up a good point that Bose is considered the gold standard. Of, Absolutely, uh, of travel it, and sound and noise cancellation and stuff like that. I for a while now, I've I've never been the biggest fan of how. Bose tunes their headphones so Mm -hmm. even though I know that there is there are a lot of criticisms to be levied against how Sony tuned the XM3s and the XM4s I just liked it better and I feel like I was getting a lot of the benefits of what Bose was bringing to the table plus Sony was I feel like they were ahead of the curve on some of those fun you know like uh you know having sensors in the ear cup to pause your music when you take the headphone off doing the ear cup on one hand and you you touch that touch panel and it, mm-hmm. it introduces the pass through it, it's like things like that that kind of kept me gravitating to a sony when you start seeing stuff like that show up at 99.99 like damn they, they, like, they even they even copied the um lower the music when you're talking feature like that's already in there and then but yeah. by default i don't like that feature on any on any pair of headset because if you if you're like me that likes to sing to music, it just does not work because like, it thinks you're talking <laughs> yeah. like you know you know like you know walking on Fair. sunshine and yeah, it, I, I'm like no that that's not what I, I meant to say I'm not I talking did about disable the, the yeah. voice that was on, the first on thing my Sony's too yeah, yeah. no no uh, but if you if you're using this nice pair of Sony's obviously hook it up to an Xperia turn on DSCE Dolby set it up yeah. you're you're gonna get a, some really good and then of course 360 audio and all of that if you're you know spatial audio so there's a lot of so, good things so about that I, I feel like there are are those technologies that you can tell Sony has invested in and and it's I feel it's just a part of the consumer education where a lot of that stuff I don't think makes it to end users. I think yeah. people are 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 twofold. One, they're looking at price and price means it's the bestest and if you're not going to buy AirPods then okay, then the Sonys are the bestest cuz they're, they're more the expensive. Exactly. And and then like like Jeff is saying, uh, everybody say hey to El Jefe reviews. Hey. Um, where he's got the comment, there are too many people that believe volume equals sound quality. And again, people that are just blowing their eardrums out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, they sound better at 100. I'm like, no, no, no. You're you're just going deaf faster. <laughs> Why it, wouldn't you listen to them at full power? Why have the extra power if you're not going to use do, all the power? Do you not enjoy the distortion that you get? Like, you know, that everything just gets blown out at that high level and you can't even understand what they're saying. Yeah, no, I know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough so, story, but I... I appreciate Sony's, uh, you know, contribution to the conversation, but it is no, a little I mean, bit harder. This, is, this, is, this isn't a Sony like $99 are getting a lot. I, I yeah, just, yeah, no. I just feel like it is, it is wholly appropriate now. If you had asked me when the XM4s were brand new, a $100 headphone versus the XM4s is not an no. interesting conversation. It's not even a, 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 a fight I would want to entertain. Sonoflow at 150 Soundcore at a hundred, and I'm pretty easily 
moving back and forth. Like within arm's reach, I have my one more Sono Flow and my Sony XM4s. And there are things I like to do on either headset where I feel there are strengths and weaknesses. But it's a pretty even split. It is not. The more expensive headphone is the foregone conclusive winner. There are plenty of times where I'm picking up those one mores because I genuinely like what they do better than my XM4s. I, I... I've dabbled with the XM5s. I never, I didn't buy the XM5s because I was perfectly I, happy with my XM4s. Same. I, I kind of, I, I stuck to what I like. I like, like I said, I like the Link S, the Link Buds, Link Buds S, sure. um, quite a bit. And um, there was a, there was a nice huge update to it for, to them right before I left. It was like really nice. So connecting them to my to well to my Moto the S Plus as well as the Xperia was definitely a good experience there. The, I always find the challenge though with multi point connection on some of the lower end budget devices where yeah. it's harder to find high quality audio and multi point at the same time. For sure. And 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 that'll kick you down I'm, to SBC. <laughs> yeah, which, which is yeah. not. Yeah, I'm not saying it's like the worst thing ever, but it's it's like. You you want to be able to enjoy them. So for me, with the with at least with the Link Buds, I've just didn't even try to do multi. I just kept repairing to one from one device yeah. to the other. And the same thing with the uh, with the sound core, the space one. It just I didn't. Yeah. I wanted you know to stay what would with solve Elder. that, and we should maybe start making more of a fuss with our friends at One More and Soundcore as if they would just give us USB audio support. And then we wouldn't have to like we could repair just, and switch and worry about codecs as it'd much. It'd be easy. It'd, just, it'd be just plug and play, man. It's just plug and play. You know, we don't we don't have that. That that is one of the things we don't have plug and play as unfortunately. And I don't know how much that would be a cost upper to change the, the the to have that feature added, at least around the hundred. Maybe it'll be there in about a, a couple of years when more companies put it through. Uh, I mean, I the think, first time I heard the, it on a headphone, I think the Lagoons were four hundred dollar headphones. So. For some it reason, abs- that is a premium feature. It absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and that's why we don't see it often. Yeah, that. that's why we're like we're surprised when we see it if we do see it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I do want to say, obviously, so hopefully, if you guys get a chance to please make sure to check out the videos. Both uh, one, my video we came out earlier this week. I am. I don't know why I'm still working on my on my Fold Five video. I am really, really rigorously that's trying okay. to shoot, uh, trying to finish this but, video. But I got a lot of content doing, with it for that. Before you yeah. start doing all that sum up, I mean, we have to. Talk oh no, about not sum up. How... I was trying to lead into our main conversation that I yeah, because like yeah, we're keeping. The... I, I feel like we 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 have to acknowledge how Google has betrayed all of their I, users. I got and... I got very surprised with the so a little bit of background um, conversation wise. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a history, history uh, path, path, you know, back to two years ago, Pixel 6, Pixel 6 Pro were launching. Google renounced a new service. It was um, the intention of the service was essentially a um, like a all continued in one subscription, exp- all in one subscription that you continue paying into it. And at some point where there's a, like a natural drop off or an obsolescence to the hardware that you're using, you would get a new device. As long as you yeah. keep paying the forty-five bucks, right. uh, you know, monthly subscription, you got storage, you got Google photo thing. One, you yeah, got yeah. It, it, it was a really good deal. Warranties, yeah. Uh, some, yeah. Some of the articles were saying like it was like a roughly a savings of three hundred dollars over two years if you had to get the services separately. And this sure. is obviously using Google Fi. You're getting phone service with it. This is not just these services. Like this is seriously a good deal. And again, at two years, twenty-four months, you would get a new phone. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, it well, is about that magical time uh, of the year. We're, we're um, at, if, if you signed on at the very beginning of Pixel Pass, yeah. we're at 22 months now. So that very first batch of, of Pixel Pass enthusiasts 
Like they must be getting really excited so they can get their new phone. That's going to be pretty great. Oh, no. What so happened? Sadly. Yeah. Um, 22 so, months. And, and the weird thing about it is that there hasn't been a clear like statement of why the oh, service sorry. was I'm ended. I'm setting TK up to say they've canceled Pixel Pass. Sorry. It's done. Yeah. So at 22 months, yeah. two months before Pixel, the first gener- the first batch of Pixel Pass enthusiasts would have been able to get it, uh, they won't sure. be getting their their new phone. The the free. last payment is at the end of the uh, in. Well, no, it was this month at the end of this month. So August. I thought it was month, next but... month. Is it? Is I... it uh, they're killing it this month. I. I, I anyway, honestly, I, regardless, either way, it it's ending before happening. it's. Fr- it, it the the point <laughs> of the conversation with is... at least a month's buffer. No one's getting a free phone, or I shouldn't so, say a free phone. No one is getting their next phone as part of their Pixel Pass subscription. Exactly, and and I think if I'm not mistaken, there. Um, so the, the, what I was trying to lead into as well was that there was no real statement from Google explaining why the service wasn't continued. I mean, obviously there are logical answers that you can think of: cost of operation, not operation, but sure. cost of services on Google have been going up. Sony's following suit as well with their subscription model as well. They're they're raising the price on their. Uh, their uh, Game Pass, not Game Pass, uh, there's a uh, Sony Connect service um, for both uh, the yearly subscription and the monthly. So mm-hmm. the costs are going up. The, the savings from a, from a pass holder, obviously, that makes perfect sense to them because they're yeah. saving tons of money. They're getting the same service, but other people are having to pay more. So that could be also a factor into it. We don't really know. But it kind of, it, it's a bummer that, you know, obviously, not even the first generation people that got <laughs> into it were able to kind of for, get in. like Because October 4th, you know, we saw the announcement—not announcement. We see, we we've seen a lot of conversation around the Team Pixel starting to cover that as well. October fourth seems to be the date that's been marked in the sand or lined in the sand, basically when Pixel is going to be releasing the eight and the eight Pro. Obviously, the rumored as well. The, uh, the I think it was but, the Pixel Watch for, Two. For everything that's going down, we we yeah. we had already gotten confirmation that Pixel Pass was not going to be offered for Pixel Fold. Like, yep. Okay, oh, of course. I guess that, that makes sense. sense. It's a more yeah. fragile device. It's more expensive to maintenance. You don't want to give like. You know, crazy, awesome, accidental damage protection to a foldable. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. Um, I, I feel like, one, there's a bit of a shock that this kind of came around the way that it did with yeah. very little, with almost no acknowledgement from Google, nothing proper, no official announcement that, that they're, no, they're sort of um, framing this yeah. conversation by. But mm-hmm. then also just like, I think what makes me crazy is Google recently mm-hmm. has engaged in a series of moves that horrifically contribute to the reputation of Google not supporting their customers, mm-hmm. killing projects as they're starting to build some momentum and as people are caring about them, adding to the Google graveyard of projects, Rest and peace, kind of out. being a bit on the scummy side. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because... As we've talked about here, we, like you know, we've done work with Google divisions directly. Mm-hmm. I've done work and consulting and hosting for Google audio devices. Like, there are teams inside of Google that are trying to do some really exciting stuff, and I really feel like there is no executive vision. That there is no leadership vision at at the C-suite, at at the high end of all the most expensive executives in the Google lineup right now. Mm -hmm. It really seems they are 
overreacting and panic reacting to every breeze that that moves things around in the market and they're not operating they're not steering the ship with purpose and this to me is like another example of that like you overpromised you underdelivered this mm-hmm. is becoming the google reputation and it's a really bad look and i totally get why consumers would not want to invest in a google future if this is how they're going to treat the customers who were subscribing to those services and who had been promised devices and to rug pull them is the worst thing you could do right now Mm -hmm. in an era of tech scam after tech scam nft crypto ai tech scams apps that are going up to google play that are you know malware like you're making this look real bad it it is, it it yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard to kind of even to fathom the, the amount of projects that we've seen over the years that have started to get a little bit of momentum and suddenly just get canceled, um, and and just moved on to other things and consolidation of chat services and so on. Like I mean, even even their own services. It's Google as a company. Although we see it, we see them as a company are operate very much. I think I feel like in teams type of a situation. So they have oh, yeah. very Super small clicky. siloed. Yeah, and, and it is very yeah. much like. They may be having an overlap on, on certain projects, but they're still out there, like yeah, availability wise. But the, but this is contributing. Like just recently, we got all the news about their AR division just in complete disarray. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. From canceling Project Iris to then working with Samsung, and apparently Samsung was largely responsible for the for for why they killed Project Iris because mm-hmm. of competition concerns and. Samsung didn't want Google competing with their AR glasses, so they influenced the C-suite. And then Apple Vision Pro comes out, and Google executives are like, oh, no, what do we do? And you're like, that's not how one of the world's largest tech brands should be operating. No, That's not this knee-jerk, chicken little, sky is falling every time Apple does anything is exactly how you tank a brand's reputation and then this comes around and you're like what what we 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 spend our lives living out of these gadgets we work hard to earn the money to buy the thing we spend time learning how to use the thing so that it can contribute to our daily lives and then we spend years with these things actually capturing memories and communicating and playing game doing all the things yeah there is no more personal or emotional investment in a consumer product than this kind of technology and for google to take what would what what should be their brand evangelists their most ride or die pixel community and just be like oh nope just kidding I can't think of anything more damaging to the brand's reputation at this time where already the brand's reputation is one where they are fickle, they are inconsistent, and they don't follow through on their promises. Guess what? <laughs> if you were Pixel Pass, Google demonstrated that they were fickle, they were cheap, and they didn't follow through it, on their I, promise. It is... Oh man, yeah, I know, I know, and and it was so close. That's the weird part about it. It's like getting getting to almost at the end of the race, and you're like, yeah, but we stopped the race. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You're you're okay. Um, the the I I will say though that one of the articles was referencing that they were giving out a hundred dollar gift card or credit towards yeah, future. So you purchases. get a hundred dollar credit in the Google uh, to, Play Store. That yeah, is not the same as getting a Pixel Eight. 
Oh no no no! Absolutely, it is by no means. A, it's like a <laughs> like, probably six or seven hundred dollars off from the. The best price thing you can it. say is, I guess that's not nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, because I don't I, even think you. I don't know, but I don't know if you can actually apply that towards the purchase price of a new phone. I, I so think even, you should even, be, you should be able to with store credit on on Google if it's in the Google Play Store. Yeah, if it's sitting on your account okay. on the, in the Google Play Store, because I've, I've still, had. The best yeah. thing I can say about that is, at least it's not nothing. Yeah. I, but that I mean, is not what was promised people well, who have been paying for this subscription for two years. I, I For me, I, so here, here, this is where I would say that the, the right way to make it to, to like, the right – what I would feel like is the right way to do this, at least for the first generation of people that did sign up, the ones that are pretty much at the end of the race – is yeah. allowing them to use the $100 credit and trading in the six, the 606 or 6 Pro that they got at the time when they first started their service towards mm-hmm. a free uh, – then getting them into purchasing a new device for free. So basically compensate the difference in depreciation, yeah. let them get into that new phone, and then then you know, pa- you know go separate ways and just say, look – Sorry, it, this wasn't working. We thought it was going to be a good combination. Yeah. We thought this was going to make sense for everybody. Cost of everything is going up, but I, I, again, I'm saying I'm I'm putting words there. They did not say this was the reason. This is me speculating, and from some of the impressions that I read in some of the articles in there, but that I feel like would make into a look. Sorry, but here's your new phone. This is just not going to continue. And if you want to keep using these services, please, you know, make sure to subscribe to them. Blah blah blah. Do all of this because they're not ending the services. That's the weird part. No. It's just Pixel Pass. The, the, yeah. the way to save money on them and be a true Pixel fan, like all, all you know, all Google all the time kind of a thing, which, yeah, I, I it's tough. And, and, and I, I feel like with the momentum that the Pixel 6 started us off on, yeah, yeah, the people who would have been Pixel evangelists are going to go somewhere else. I feel yeah, it, if I got one. to the end of a two year agreement and the agreement was I was going to get my next two-year agreement and that, that the phone would just be sent to me, what loyalty would I have to that brand? It's now tough. now it's is tough. a great opportunity. If I'm going to have to buy the phone, I could buy any phone. Exactly. What, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. No, no. I, I'm since I've already I... tried the iPhone of Android, I might as well just go to the iPhone. I mean, like, again, every single time Samsung copies Apple, it just reinforces why you should only buy Apple. And now... Google betraying their their top evangelists. It's like, well, why would I stick? This is the company that makes Android. Yeah. Why would I show them any loyalty? And if I've already tried the most iPhone like Android, it's, it's just time for me to go to 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 iPhone. It's like I, someone else commented in here. Was it JGJ or no Steve Pogue? Honestly, yeah. I believe there is a group of Google executives who are being paid by Apple to ruin Google from the inside. And you're oh like, God. you know, Sometimes. at this point, a little industrial espionage, like, it kind of feels like it, doesn't it? Like, how do you consistently make moves this bad? And especially in a climate where I know, cynically, they're trying to maximize profits for shareholders. Oh, yeah. Guess absolutely. what? These are the kind of moves that erode the company's foundation to the point where eventually that stock craters. And then your shareholders are really mad. You, you, so have, like, you have to keep the narrative. Yeah, you have to keep... There's no vision. Keep... There is no long-term consideration. There is no stewardship of the Google brand happening mm-hmm. right now from the people at the top. And it bugs the crap out of me because I've met so many incredibly intelligent, passionate 
uh, people who are are a part of the Google mission, like they believe in this Googley identity and this 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 uh, this mission that they're working on to make cool tech for consumers. And mm -hmm. I feel like those are the people that are getting squashed by the terrible, terrible uh, decisions made by the executives. It it, it absolutely no no. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. It's it's a tough. It's tough. To, it's a tough way to tr to trust when you lose it this way, especially in the manner it has been happening. But it is it's it's harder too because we we are seeing more um, delineation or more separation in certain aspects of how things are, like the Pixel Watch, the 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 Fold, I mean, even yeah. the Fold. In my opinion, I think with the the pricing of that device specifically mm -hmm. matching, making it so that it's purely like when you compare the two, you're like, well, well, Samsung's obviously better, right? Like no, but no, it just it to me, it's like. Some of the conversations are le like like you're leading somebody into the conversation. There's been exclusives given to Samsung. There's been exclusives that were not done correctly to, to provide. I mean, the reason why we have TickWatch without Android, without uh, the Google yeah. Assistant, the way the implementation that we have in there, there's a lot of concerns to keep an eye on and to basically pay attention to. But once you lose the trust, especially from your hardcore team, because, again, you would have to be a yeah. hardcore Pixel fan to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, An average I user is not going to not sign up for that. jump on Pixel Pass. Well, no, I mean, because... <laughs> I so, love my Pixels. No, no. I was... With, with, that was not for me. Well, it, it, the service itself obviously had to make sense for, for what it offered. Obviously, you had to be... You know, if you're using no, 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 Google but I'm just Fi saying, and like, all of that. I, 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 I'm, I mean, since the Pixel 4, you and I have been Pixel nerds, right? Yeah. Like, if, if I were going to combine all these Google services and I was already kind of looking at, especially like that two-year cycle would have been perfect for flipping Marie's phone. Yeah. I am not such a diehard Pixel fan that I was able to jump, that I felt like it was a good buy to jump on Pixel Pass. So yeah. I can only imagine the people that really put all of that together and like, hey, this is the subscription for me. Like you have to feel even more betrayed. We've got a comment from Michael Corcoran. If Samsung was smart, they would offer a special trade-in for Pixel 6 to try to encourage people that just got screwed by this. And you're like, you know, that's a really good play because it's yeah. the kind of outreach you're going, you're targeting another company's super fans. This is a wonderful opportunity because that, that relationship has been tarnished. And once you kind of can, once you can get someone kind of locked in like that, it's, well, it's, a, it's hard it, to it get a, yourself sort of uh, untied from that relationship. Uh, no, I know, and 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 with with again with the pixel with the pixel the October fourth uh, launch date, which is literally a few days over a month from now. We are literally, I mean, yep. August is done. This is this is I said this last week, but this is the last Friday, a last uh, show of August for us. So it it is it is going to be a little bit hard, and and not that kind of overshadow this. Obviously, there's a, there is a lot more conversation. Things could develop a little bit more, and we'll see what what more information comes about this. So hopefully, we can comment on it next week. Um, I want to kind of just bring it back a little bit more around tech as, as there is something going on right now that we're not even kind of acknowledging the fact that Eva is occurring right now. And a lot of our, <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, I just realized oh, as we oh, were like that. talking, yeah, there was that thing happening. <laughs> um, so well, we, we got to save that for like a wrap up next week. I, yeah. There's so much that we've got to tackle. So, oh, no, no, I, I absolutely. And, and the, the reason why I'm mentioning it is, um, the, a lot of our friends are there. There's a lot of B content there going on. Hopefully, mm -hmm. a lot of cool things coming out. Honor is set to release their V2. Um, unfortunately, you know, I wasn't able to be there with them on this one. Um, 
I actually kind of like last year I did, the, I, I kind of had the same challenge. Uh, I went to Kando, but I didn't stay the whole experience. I went in for one day and then left to go to IFA because mm-hmm. I was, the timing just was not like I yeah. had to be in Germany on the 31st and I couldn't be here going there to be on the 31st. Um, so this year I kind of did it the other way around. I decided to, I wanted to get the full Kando experience. Um, and then I, I had a whole family stuff that I couldn't, there was no way to make it, but Honor's going to be covering some stuff. There's obviously Sony announcement tomorrow. I'm looking for you. Know, I'm sure when we wake up in the morning, a lot of this stuff will be like, it's old news. It's been on there for hours and a lot of good stuff. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But um, make sure, obviously, we'll see what happens with the SGQA on Monday with Juan to kind of, kind yeah, of follow through. Yeah, some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, but I did want to ask, Ashley, are you thinking about posting? Is there going to be anything coming out from you this week or for the rest of the week or the over the I weekend? don't know. Um, I, I, I just wrote 4,000 words on how Apple has kind of destroyed the conversation. Or I actually shouldn't say Apple. How Apple fans and evangelists have destroyed mm-hmm. the conversation around consumer AR. Mm-hmm. And I think that will probably need to be sort of a video essay. But the script preview is up on Patreon right now. This is going to take me a little while to chew up. Like, kind of like my 90-minute Samsung hater podcast. Um, there are lots of links. I'm having to go through 12 years of articles and videos and thumbnails and... You know, the, the entire history of Google Glass needs to be encapsulated into mm-hmm. this conversation and what we're doing with heads-up displays and these new glasses that we've been playing with from Rokit yeah, yeah. and TCL and, and Xreal. And it, it's just, the, the, the more you dig into this entire timeline, the more upsetting it is when you see people criticize other other brands, other brands than Apple, but then... Apple is given this incredible benefit of the doubt and this acknowledgement that, well, when Apple does AR, they're going to do it right. So don't buy something like Google Glass because Apple's going to bring out AR glasses too. And people look at me like I'm just making this up. But it's not like we don't have 12 years of rabid, constant, like it never dies down. Every year before a WWDC, you can see the spike in traffic on tech blogs and tech channels of people saying, this is the year they're going to give us AR glasses. It's going to replace your iPhone. They're going to do spatial tracking and object and character recognition. And you're like, none of that's real. You'll be be able to upload and you'll be inside the actual virtual realm. You'll be physically. Yeah, I know. And, no, it, and it, that they're going to bring it into a pair of frames that look like what you're wearing now. There are yeah. literally YouTube thumbnails that show people like mocking up Apple glasses like those. Like what you're wearing on wireframes with like full like AR the, the, this animated is Google, UI. This is Google Glass version 1000, my friend. This is, this yes. is, this is next level stuff. Beta testing this stuff always. We're good. living always in 2030 good. right now. But but people, so so I wrote four thousand words on that, um, and I'm gonna probably turn that into a video script. I also have uh, I've got another sponsored video that should be going out next week for for the dash cam. I can finally start talking about that. Oh good. And I might try and get. Um, I don't know if I can finish it up tomorrow, but I might try and get sort of a hands-on video with those synaptics. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, you, the, the headphones yeah. we talked about last week. Exactly. The there is bars, something yeah. really interesting happening there where. 
for a $200 headphone, man, there is a detail and a clarity and an articulation that I think is really fun to juxtapose against kind of the next tier up of planar magnetics. Yeah. And yeah. If, if, if any of those words mean anything to you, uh, there, there is an interesting fight, I think, about to happen with these kinds of exotic headphone drivers. Um, so that might come out tomorrow. I'm going to try. We'll see. Um, well, so that could for, be fun. For, for me, at the earliest, I think it would be for my default would be either Saturday or Sunday. I think I just I need to, oddly enough, I got to need to recover a little bit from uh, from not sleeping. Yeah. Well. Um, and, uh, Funny just kind that. of just get, get back into that whole normal breathing concept going on. But, um, it, it's been an interesting week. Uh, I think to me, it's, there's a lot more to come. There's a lot more tech to come. We are, we're seeing, starting to see some shifts. Techtober is around the corner. I know we say it's in October, but it starts in September. Uh, it's yeah. going to get busy. Uh, there's a few <laughs> things coming up. Obviously, it's some things that Juan and I obviously we can't talk. We always have something kind of going on that that's typically in the, under embargo and so on. I got to finish up some of my bike videos. As I, I got, I'm starting to build up a backlog, and I kind of need to kind of catch yeah. up on some of my stuff. But I will, I will say that um, we are very grateful for you guys to spending time with us, listening to our, our our conversation, and sharing with us some of your thoughts and and everything every week. Because honestly, you're one of the driving forces of why we do this, and we're reaching at 131. So like. Dang it, man. Like, you yeah. know, we're doing it. We're That's legit. A bunch. Yeah, we crossed it. We're, you know, in a 131. Um, so um, please make sure to enjoy it. And of course, if you want to be able to be part of the replay crew, the audio podcast will be coming up hopefully either today or tomorrow. And uh, catch Quan on Monday with the SGGQA. Uh, the, he's back to his normal podcast. This Monday was a pajama podcast. Really cool. A lot of Tetris playing games. I can't join yeah. you on those chats. Like a lot of times I'll, okay. I'll catch a little signal. I drop a couple of words here and there in the chat and. Oh, yeah, it's, appreciated. <laughs> it's tough. I, I, so, like, so Gormlord was giving me a run for my money on Tetris. That I, was really fun. So, but it, it was a fun show. Like it was just as chill, you know, kicking it. It's like, a you terrible know, you podcast. You don't want to listen. Oh to that no, no, no! Podcast. Absolutely, it's it absolutely it's like it's the a worst video. podcast I've ever it, produced. It but is as very a Twitch much stream. It was yeah. super fun. So. Um, <laughs> and as, a, as and the only last thing I will say as a recommendation, if you like, if you guys watch the Ford versus Ferrari movie. Um, and you like that movie, check out Gran Turismo. You Heck will yeah. like it. You will enjoy it. That movie was well done. And I, I, I adore the true story that it's based off of. So, yes. It speaks yeah. volumes to me. Like, God. Mm. But yes. So long, I'll end it there because I, I, I appreciate it. We're, we were way over, obviously, our, our, <laughs> our scheduled programming <laughs> as usual. So please be safe. Stay safe. We'll see you guys next week. And, of course, thank you very much for the support. Always. Bam.